When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett, Big Dick Toledo. Let's go and uh, get through this thing fast and be done with it all. Uh, as we all chase little Kyler Murray around the city and try to get a couple bucks out of his pocket. <laughs> Congratulations to Kyler Murray. You see the breakdown of his contract that was signed yesterday as we talked with Dale Hellestray on the air about whether or not they should sign him. Dale adamant that they shouldn't, and as he was saying, don't do it, the Cardinals said, do the opposite of what that guy's talking about on the radio and signed him. $46 million a year. He is being paid $2 million more a year than the entire Oakland A's baseball team. That's crazy. Little uh, um, one point eight million per game. This is uh, oh for the whole the five season. years. Oh, it's got to be more than that. It's forty six million for the year. But they're saying the actual per game check, and then he's um, oh, and then the bonus stuff and all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, so he's getting a check for one point eight every time he plays. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he was drafted by the A's too, which is even crazier. And now he's making more than that entire team's. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of players. They have, what, 26 on a roster, 25 active. You've got 25 guys making $44 million. He makes 46 Well, he, he, I guess he himself. made the right choice. He made the right choice. <laughs> Baseball pays. There's no question. But $46 million a year is hard to argue that you would have gotten anywhere near that going uh, over to baseball. But, yeah, and plus he was with the A's, so he wouldn't yeah. have been getting any money. Uh, he'd have been somewhere else. He'd have probably been bouncing around. And of the contract, it's 160 is guaranteed. Yeah, he can't move. Uh, they can't touch 160 of it is coming his way no matter what. Injury, uh, t- trades, whatever. They have it's to amazing. find a way that somebody's going to pay that, and that counts for the Cardinals. So the Cardinals have it now. They have committed to him. And I, for one, uh, and not a Cardinal fan, totally agree with the move. I don't know how Cardinal fans got so lost in the idea that Kyler Murray's not good 
when you know you're winning 10, 11 games a year with Kyler Murray, and prior to that, he was number one draft pick because you had three wins, and prior to that, you had Josh Rosen because you were a like a the top ten draft pick. You, you know you were a team that was winning six games oh, max. You had the chosen one, the, the chosen <laughs> Rosen, and he's got. I mean, it was a ridiculous run of terrible quarterbacks. The Sam Bradford thing. And all that, and Cardinal fans Max just Skelton. forgot. Max Skelton, you, the people just forgot who went under center for the Cardinals, sometimes by necessity through injury, and sometimes just because they're like, this is our guy, we're running with him. And to head shaker to ever think, you know, we should probably try that again. Let's get back into that pool of digging around for QBs. Miserable. I always used to do that as a Steeler fan, watching people getting, Ben Roethlisberger's terrible. Like, are you kidding me? You want to do, We're in it now. We'll see. The Steelers have... Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph to choose from. We'll see. Who are you thinking on that one? I think Mitch is going to be the starter. Number one. He's got all the game. It's just whether or not the Bears destroyed him. Yeah. That's it. Which is possible. The guy's got a winning record in football. It's just he played on a team where... Potential to have a little more time. Well, well, no, he's got no time. He's got a a number one draft pick sitting behind him. He has no time. If he doesn't look good early and a lot, he's out. And the Steelers will just go right to Kenny Pickett. I'm talking about being able to execute some play. I think the line's going to be better. We'll see. We don't know. But bottom line is, if he even if he doesn't, if he's floundering with a bad line, he's out. I mean, it's just you just don't draft number one and then say, okay, you've got nothing but time to prove yourself, Mitch. I just don't know. I don't know the Bears well enough to know, like you do, how badly mentally damaged uh, players leave there, and or do they leave and go freedom? I think I think it's kind of yeah. freedom. We'll see. You need but, half the game with Trubisky. Let let Kenny see some action. Then he'll, then put Kenny Pickett in after that. He'll be the guy. And like later, well, he's the guy. There's no doubt. Like later in the season, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. If he sucks the first game, people will start screaming for him. So I don't. I don't look as a Steeler fan with the same quarterback for 18 years. I haven't had this problem, but I'll tell you this, Cardinal fans, you don't want to start switching horses again. You got a guy. Maybe, maybe it turns out later it was too much money. But now you sit back and say you got a franchise quarterback who gets you wins. It's up to the rest of the. The front office and everybody else to say, let's get him the pieces. Let's make it so we've made him our guy. Let's make sure the pieces are in place. And then for the, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, if he could stay off steroids, that would be nice. You get him in the game. You got Hollywood Brown. You got a good core of people. Maybe they are going to be good enough. Seattle's not going to be as good. The Rams are the champs. Maybe they take a break, take a year off. Who knows? And San Francisco is up in the air. Who knows what they are? So it's a division that you can take. Now get to the playoffs and do something. They're gonna have uh, the Rams are gonna have a little bit bigger forearm and arm in general with the uh, their championship rings and most oh, yeah. carrots of any. They're huge, <laughs> ridiculous. So, yeah, they don't even need weight rooms anymore with the jewelry they're toting around. But you know, a lot of times people get complacent. You get in L.A., you know, you get the party atmosphere of everything. You just became a Super Bowl champion in the largest uh, you know media market. Eh. Very possibly could have a. This was nice. You see uh, Matthew Stafford on some major commercials now. He's been busy doing other things. Maybe they exhale. Cardinal fans, it's a hope. And I know there's a lot of them out there that can't stand Kyler Murray, but just think back of what was going on before him. I heard another crazy uh, fun fact that every every time J-Lo's gotten married, which is six times, yeah. Tom Brady's won a championship. Oh, no. Is that right? Yeah. He's got seven. Yeah, well, the first one started, um, they're saying the first one started when he won the uh, collegiate championship oh. at Michigan. 
They didn't win he, it. Michigan didn't win it. He said it. he was playing for the national champion. That's what they said in the thing, yeah. and I couldn't recall that. I'm like, No, Michigan hasn't won a championship in years, and Tom Brady didn't do it. If he did, it said, wouldn't have been the 200th pick overall. But still, J-Lo has a lot of rings, too. They're ring friends. Well, it's uh, reflected a little bit in the um, odds because it's uh, Tampa Bay and um, we'll see. Yeah, that's the uh, Bills are that's it. They're, the there's, leaders. There's your right favorites now. right now, and that, yep. you know. Get a few of them out there. But yeah, Kyler Murray, meh, what are you going to do? And you sit and say that to a guy who's a Bears fan. Look at you over there. You're a Bears fan, and you're listening to the Cardinals go, we haven't won a playoff game in forever. Uh, you know, you're in the playoffs, you're a contender. You've got all those names and the Bears. The Chicago can't get it together for 40, 40 years now. <laughs> Is that about right? Uh, well, they did get that one Super Bowl run. Look, they, yeah, they, yeah, they ran into the Colts. And, got, they, and, and why did they lose? Rex Grossman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. But, you know, well, then they were talking yesterday. I was reading rumors that Sean Payton may come back. To the Bears? And the Bears are on his list. So they're already firing their new coach? They haven't even let the they guy on yeah. the field yet. That was that was some of the rumors that were going around yesterday. I'm like, great, here oh, we go again. You're really going to screw up fields now. Yeah. We give him a give him an idea that this quarter this current coach is a maybe. Yeah. Well, that's a great plan. Yeah, the Bears are a disaster. <laughs> oh, they're a nightmare. It was funny because yesterday we were downstairs talking and Scott came up and goes, you excited about football? You playing fantasy? I'm like, No. Why not? I'm a Bears fan. He goes, I understand. I get it. I mean, See you, man. I'm sorry. You say that. Have like a it. great day. When you say I'm a Bears fan, it's like you're saying uh, uh, my grandma just died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, just oh, waiting I'm for sorry. thoughts and prayers to come out yeah. of everybody when I walk the, by. The T's and P's heading your way because I'm a Bears fan. Oh, my God. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Are you okay? You got the COVID? It's amazing. That's turned in. The Bears are like the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Chicago sports. It's without the Bulls, that would have been. That, it's ridiculous how bad. Well, the Blackhawks do it. Nobody yeah. pays attention to that nationally. Anyway, good good job, Bears fans. Cardinal fans, congratulations. Congratulations to little Kyler Murray, too. That's beautiful. Him and Cliff. Got to that office good. in record uh, time to sign that deal. That money between him and Cliff right now. And I don't know, if is Kyler a single guy? Probably. Probably, He's young, yeah. Right? Oh, I hope he is. I can't imagine. You know the beard is. Oh, well, the, no, he's the, not actually. No, but the, he pulls now. I mean, hey. And the beard settled in I'd on lock somebody. That down well, too. he's done that a couple times where he's like, I'm locking this one in for a little bit. I don't know if she's going to stay. But currently, Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend is. Uh, she's like a real doll. You have to build that. Yeah. That doesn't come out of the box. That's not a factory model. That's There's aftermarket parts all over her, and they're perfect. That doesn't. That's not a natural human being. It came with nobody, a contract extension. Yeah, there's nobody at Kirby's class that's like starting that. You have to start with the erector set, and like girls don't grow into that. That's built, manufactured, that is amazing a, uh, stuff. Yeah, that is actual filtering. Uh, yeah, yeah human real, filtering. Yeah. yeah, she's done something that no other person can do. This girl is spectacular, and Cliff's going to lock her down for a little bit, and then, eh, you would too. Look at that. And now I'm kind of tired of it. The beard's going to move on. There's better out there. Can you imagine that? Being Cliff Kingsbury and that is your current thing. And he'll break up with her because he always does. And, he, and he's, to, to Cliff's credit, as a head coach of a football team, people have questions. As a slayer, as a puss slayer, <laughs> dude makes all the right choices on when to get him and when to get rid of him. Now make it happen on the team. Holly Saunders... Get a championship. From the golf channel, when he had her, unreal. Like, it was like, Cliff is with who? Then he's like, I think I'm done with Holly. And everybody's like, Cliff's out of his mind. What's he thinking? And the next time you saw Holly Saunders, she had clown lips, crazy face. She's, she's marrying Vegas, Vegas Dave. Dave. 
And then Vegas, Dave, she leaves him and is with Oscar De La Hoya. And every time I watch boxing on Saturday, they have Golden Boy promotions. He's always in the front row. And there's Holly Saunders. It looks like a blow-up doll is laughing at Oscar's jokes. It's, she's, and Cliff just sits back and went, hey, uh, I make the trades at the right times. You know, and I can recognize when a player's skills are in their, ba- in their past. <laughs> I'm going to move on. And he did. And this is what he moved on to. And wow. He can only make those right choices in the right. playoffs. That's too, it, you Cardinal fans. I mean? You yeah. got a guy. You got a guy who knows when a. You know, he's looking at JJ Watt right now, and he's got to make a decision on whether or not his best days are behind him. But man, oh man, this guy's a killer. And now Kyler Murray's walking around. You're going to see so many six foot, six foot two inch women standing next to Webster, and it's going to be hard to look at for us because you know deep down, the only reason that they like him is because of the forty six million. Because otherwise, chicks hate dating guys five eight. Sorry, Brady. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not something they go out after. But if you've got the skills, and you do, you don't have Kyler's skills because he's got the $46 million on top of it. You can make it work. You can adapt and overcome. Yeah, Scott Haynes, a friend of ours, that guy's 5'3". Never had a chance, even with money. It had to be an ext- he had to be Jeff Bezos to overcome the 5'3". Oh, we forgot uh, Kevin Cobb in the mix there, too. Oh my God! Well, that was that was a while before. That was I think that was that before Carson Palmer. Yes, yeah, yes. but I mean, still, I just, mean, when they were lost, they were lost. Yeah. And Carson was a fingers crossed, hope he sticks, and it happened to work out. Craziness. So, Cardinal fans, I think you got yourself something, and you should be happy about this. And the funny thing is, it's football, so you're like his potential hasn't been met. And it's a team sport. In basketball, signing DeAndre Ayton, about the same age, about the same argument, and I'm totally against it. And they did it anyway. But it's that thing where you're like, you've seen what he can do in his sport, and I don't see that changing. Kyler, I think he can have another couple of years of growth. It used to be in football you waited for a guy to get like 25, 26 before you started to throw him away. You see the field. Now, these guys are 23 and 24. Yeah, they wouldn't even play until they were like 26. And Kyler got tossed in there from day one, and uh, he's shown a lot. We'll see. I don't know. But you knew he was short. You knew he was little. So that's something you have to get past. How about Josh Rosen going to the Browns, too? It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he belongs there. And the Cardinals will be the Browns if they if they stick to guys like Josh Rosen and not guys like Kyler Murray. They understood it. So Steve Kime got bombed last night, no question. And he may be in the squares today. Happy as a as punch All right. that he signed this little guy. The party bus will be rolling. And nice. the worst thing is, all this, you know, and I wanted Kyler to have a good week. It had to happen because... Uh, you know, a few days ago, you saw that video of Kyler getting snubbed by that Sesame Street character. And that was really hard to watch, you know, and that Sesame mean. Street character walked right by and didn't even acknowledge little <laughs> Kyler Murray there. New, new video footage of Rosita, or whatever her name is, uh, from the other angle. It's the Zapruder film now. If, this, if you haven't paid attention to this Sesame Street yeah, character ex- in a parade. the excuse that they gave... They have it now. Right, they have the different other... different angles. Yeah. So this uh, there was a parade of Sesame Street characters. I don't even know where it was. And they're walking down the road and stuff. And there's uh, people all over. And these two little uh, African-American kids are standing in the road. And I think her name's is it Rosita or Rosarita? I, I think it's Rosita. I, I don't too. remember either. But it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the big greenish thing. Uh, but anyway, she, uh, Rosita. She walks. She's, uh, here's the big catch for her. Brett, for you don't have kids, and neither do I. No. She's a bilingual Sesame Street character. Ah. That's a big deal. She, she speaks both languages. <laughs> I guess. So she walks by, and there's uh, you know people on the side waving and waving. Sees the two little black kids, 
and and it looks like Rosie to the character is like, yeah, like ah! out, yeah, and then not you, and just does a wave off, and then starts waving and hugging people again. So that's the video that went viral, and the parents are like, this is ridiculous. And uh, Sesame Street is defending that Rosita did not do anything racist. And I mean, what about wh- – uh, what the f*** going on? Talk to the person inside the costume. <laughs> Quit saying Rosita was racist. Quit saying Rosita apologizes. Yeah. Rosita's not real. <laughs> There's a thing inside there. Talk to the person inside and say, what was this? And then get there. There's a they or them inside. You know, who cares what's in it? Yeah. It's bilingual. Ask it in two languages. Hey, thing inside the Rosita costume. What were you doing? You look like you shunned some black kids. Is that real? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's a monumental day, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah. Ski Mask is here at 6 Average time, 5.58. She did it. And she Starbucks in hand, too. Well, she's yeah. late today, but she did it. Average time, 5.58. Oh, great, man. I thought it'd be Fine. three or four minutes later. I did, I did too. too, yeah. I thought for yeah. sure with the leeway that she was going to shoot for six. She did it. For the first time in her history as an employee here, she has a week that averages out to being on time. And not even pay week either. No. Don't understand. Time card week. Don't understand the reasoning. A FanDuel anomaly. We would have lost bet after bet. Ski Mask, welcome to work on time for one solid week. She's on a run with some wacky bits. Where was I? (laughs) Oh, yeah. What the f*** going on? The thing inside, Rosita inside the costume is the one you need to talk to. And then the other one you need to talk to is the big purple and red one that they show at the same parade that starts chasing one of the black kids and then knocks it down. That's worse. <laughs> and, and the angle that they're going for from angle two, from the grassy knoll of the Rosita Sesame Street, uh, there's lawyers involved in this, that the parade got out of hand to the point where it's racist. But the, the second angle is that the thing walked by and uh, – the, the little kids didn't care that they got shunned at all. Their parents had to tell them it was an act of racism by Rosita, the giant Muppet. John, I can tell you from my experience in Mescottery. Yes, you were once at King's Island. Yes. A Scooby-Doo. Scooby definitely stepped on some kids. You can't see. You, you can't see. You're looking out of the mug. And so every once in a while, Scooby might even turn his head and, and bump some kid right. in his head. We have pictures of my family at Disneyland. And my sister in fourth grade earned the name Mother Jugs because she started to develop breasts early and they ended up being massive. But she went to school in a tank top and didn't have a bra on in fourth grade and the teacher sent her home in West Virginia. Wow. West yeah. Virginia tolerates a lot of I've seen boobs I shouldn't be that seeing, was, like family members and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that my, was a smart move. My oh. sister's was so obscene that they're like, you got to go home and put a bra on or something. And I guess... It just well, and then when she started to cry and the word got out, they nicknamed her Mother Jugs. 
And I was at the forefront of shouting that at the bus stop. I would walk to the bus stop with my sister, switch teams, and then go, Mother Jugs, Mother Jugs. I was right there with the chanters. <laughs> if I could create tears, I would. It was phenomenal. But like you uh, said. But wait, hold on. We got a picture at Disneyland of Mother Jugs, and she's probably, uh, I guess she would probably have been about eighth grade at that point. So they were, in, they oh, were, they were blooming. Yeah. Uh, there's me, dumb me. And actually, she might have been a little older next. I was probably in sixth or seventh grade. So she was probably ninth grade. Full high school, super cans. Big cans on my sister. Mother Jugs was no joke. <laughs> Eeyore, in the costume, is situating himself for the family photo. Of course, we asked an Asian that was walking by to take the photo. Well, you no, know, it's going to be done right. It's going to be done right. Yeah. right. It's safe. Photo's about to be taken, and they snap the shot. And as we go through our pictures when, they come, when we come home from Disneyland, we notice that Eeyore has a... F- handful has a hoof i mean it is all <laughs> mother jugs and this is a 15 year old girl and eeyore is not just cupping full like pushback there's a young teen girl breast bulging out of the top of the <laughs> shirt because it's being pushed to her neck and eeyore is just there and whatever's going on inside eeyore has got to be smiling through the, like this is great i can get away with this all day and they go i'm sorry i didn't know where my hands are i can't see it's a great mascot trick. Brady, you probably didn't do it, but all the other mascots grabbed a ton of <laughs> while they were in the suit. You ha- you might have, actually. You might have gone you, in uh, on a purpose. A lot of times. Well, no, not on you purpose. You never did it on purpose. There, all I, those others I, did. I uh, fought back on purpose. Sure. You punched a kid for pulling Yeah, the if tail. they're yanking on the tail yeah. or anything. But I was going to say, Scooby, you look out of the mug. That's, right. But the one that's uh, you're going to walk over people or then somebody is Barney Rubble. Two <laughs> eyes above, you can't see anything, basically four foot down. Why did they even have a costume for that? Just put you in it's the like dress. It's you put a shell on. <laughs> it it, you, yeah. you just put you in the dress and wander around and go, we don't need it. He can see everything. Could have. Yeah, might as well. That would have been adorable. Would have been a lot more mobile. But mascots at street parades are college kids or weird cat ladies. That's what's inside. Stop saying Rosita is racist. And Sesame Street has anything to do with it. It's, Who's in the it's on the inside. Suit? Who's inside the mother suit? That's all we need to be asking. But this, the TMZ article or acts own like, it and have Rosalita just be offensive to kids. Now. Right now, just have her be the the uh, yeah. Make her the example. She lives in the trash can next to Oscar, and she hates the blacks. <laughs> She's tired of it. Sesame Street black family calls BS on explanation. The black family whose children were snubbed by Rosita. No! The person inside! They're blaming Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they're going to sue Sesame Street. And the uh, and this, you'll love this, Brett, because this is like a sketch from uh, an old Key and Peel. Their lawyer is named B. Ivory Lamar. <laughs> if they take this case. They got it. It's done. B. Ivory's the lawyer. He's filed the papers. He's representing the family of Jody Brown, her daughter, Anissa, the girls who tried to interact with Rosita and believe now that the video uh, actually undermines the park's claim that that wasn't racism from Rosita. He doesn't see anyone offering up a child for Rosita to hold because that's their thing. They said that somebody by them is trying to hand Rosita a baby. Rosita was clearly racist. Lamar thinks a new video shows Rosita's rejection was solely to the black girls. And Rosita, uh, the Rosita performer did not intentionally ignore the girls, according to uh, Sesame Street. And Lamar says, I, I humbly and firmly disagree. Rosita's racist. 
He's lost his mind. Everyone's lost. What's the name of the person in the suit for the parade? And where was the parade? That's the other thing. I don't Here, even know. Was it like that's the other a- thing. Rosita, the minute she stops, she's got to keep that parade moving. You can't so yeah, you can't, Well, right. You have to- it does look bad because she does a wave off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that may not be Sesame Street's intention. It's not the WWE where all of a sudden, all right, Rosita's going to turn heel on all the yeah. kids today. It's not. It didn't happen. But again, we live in a world where we have to constantly ask the question, what the f*** is going on? Think about Rosita, this. Rosita, the costume is being sued. <laughs> Elmo fingered kids, and they had the decency to immediately name the guy who did Elmo. Kevin Eubanks was his name. We all remember Again, that- it wasn't Elmo. It was not <laughs> Elmo fingering the kids. Hilarious that the guy who played Elmo, voice, now this is even different because he was the TV voice of Elmo. He was actually Elmo. The character actor. But the puppet never did it. He's not real. Rosita's not real. She's not actually... Rosita's not a bilingual monster who lives in a cave. It's not a thing. But I watched an entire news segment yesterday after they talked about the January 6th hearing that was coming up later in the day. Uh, The next story was, let's chat with a lawyer, a children's rights advocate... And somebody from the NAACP about what, what happened and why Rosita needs to go. Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton right around the corner. Oh, yeah. What's happening? This is simple and easy. The video kind of shows that the, the person inside the Rosita costume did a bad thing. You're fired. This is over. <laughs> Sesame Street's going to have to dole out money to a couple of kids who didn't care. Because B. Ivory Lamar is the... Jackie Childs of suing Muppets. Well, if it uh, works out for him, kids, you won't get to see any Muppet characters anymore. Yeah. They'll stay in the car. That's right. I'm okay with that. Parades. Put a line and I up. know. Most yeah. people would say, all right, yeah, that's fine. fine with me. It could be the end of mascottery. I, I also, I don't think it's the end of mascottery. It may be the end of touching the mascots. And here's another thing, and no offense to you. 90% of people in mascot costumes that want the kids to touch them probably are a bunch of Jareds anyway. There are a bunch of people who are like, I like when the kids reach into my costume. Or they're college kids trying to make a couple bucks, which doesn't exist anymore. So I'm leaning more towards the, the people who like when kids touch them and they're wearing disguises. You put on a Rosita costume and you go and try to hug kids and you feel uh, their hands go around you right around your waist. It's the only time that's legal uh, at all. And, p- and parents allow it. Go hug them. So weirdos live inside those costumes almost all the time. Brady, you're an exception to the rule in almost all cases. But weirdos want to put be, on maybe costumes. Maybe the, the females have baby fever or something or the love of kids. There's the, the freaky guy who's just, I just love the mascots and the costumes and the kids. Yeah. Any man or woman of adult age that wants strange kids to hug them while they're in a the disguise as parents, you guys should probably be thinking, I guess there's a lot of eyeballs on this, but it can, nothing good can come of this. Eventually, it's all going to be uncomfortable. I'm convinced Eeyore was raping my sister. Chippendale at that same Disneyland trip, one of them wouldn't let me go. I, I, I actually started to push away from the furry. It was Chip and or Dale by a tree, hugged me so hard and so long it became intimate, and I knew oh, it. Geez. I was like in seventh grade, and I liked the feeling of the costume. It was very fluffy. But whoever was in there liked me more, and I couldn't get away. This hug was – I had dreams about it for a while, like sexual ones, about the, the chipmunk. Oh. <laughs> it was a long, 
meaningful. And when I say long, after about a minute, I started thinking, I want out. I want to go home. And then the, the pull in, the hold. You know, the family, isn't that wonderful? I'm like, I want uh, just stop touching me. And then finally, a pat on the head. And I didn't really know where the hole they could see me was, but I was getting gazed at pretty hard. There was somebody freaky in there. And that's at Disneyland where they do like some sort of vetting. The Imagineers don't just hire anybody. And what's weird is you're in that, like Mickey comes out or Goofy or whatever. You are a celebrity (laughs) inside this shell. Yeah, in Disneyland. For and sure. you can't help. Sometimes you feel like, oh, you took a picture with a kid or whatever. I just made this kid's day. I'm like, no, you didn't. As as governor, Scooby did. First rule I'm making is street parades, where you got your costume at Easley's or something, and it's not open anymore, but it used to be. Uh, and you're a parent, and you allow your kids to hug it. Uh, the pervert inside gets a free one. That's it, because that's basically who's going to be playing the parts. No normal. You don't have any friends where like can't this weekend. Got to dress up as Rosita and let the kids hug me. It's like, what in the world? If, if I did that, wouldn't you guys tease me endlessly about being a pedophile? It wouldn't stop. It would never it would end. I, it would never end. And every time you saw somebody, oh, there's John again, looking at, trying to get the kids to hug his waist. Now, Disneyland, the big parks, it's different. Well, Little it's streets, mostly it's, it's high school and college kids in the... Uh, that's what it used to be. High school and college kids you don't work anymore. You think they're going older now? They don't do anything. Those people aren't getting summer jobs and getting $12 an hour to go. They're not doing that. This is old cat ladies and perverted old dudes dressing up and walking the, the streets of Arcadia to get kids to hug them. That's what Rosita is. We keep talking about Rosita like Rosita's the thing. Rosita isn't racist. Rosita lays on the floor until somebody works Rosita. Have they identified who was in the character yet? No. And that's the and thing. That's, I what, that's what I'm just like. That's baffled. Because somebody said, would it change the narrative if it was an African-American in the costume? Wouldn't it be great? Oh, man. And maybe the story would go away. Oh, and how fast would that parade organizer and all the Sesame Street people run to the idea that, oh, well, yeah. well, B. Ivory, mm-hmm. uh, D. Ivory was inside the costume <laughs> and uh, your, your point is moot. And then he comes out and he goes, I got to be honest with you. I've been hanging around black people my whole life and I can't stand them. <laughs> the black guy who hates black guys was inside Rosita. In fact, nobody knows. If I'm Sesame Street, I'm lying. And I'm going to put a black guy out oh, there yeah. and say I did that. Those little kids were filthy. Maybe it's a guy like me. And the two little girls had boogers all over their hands. And he saw one of like when Kirby had that spinning that uh, curly Neil Globetrotter basketball booger on her finger. It'll live with me forever. <laughs> I'm not touching that. But the argument from B. Ivory, well, then you shouldn't be in a costume that kids want to touch. Bottom line is, Rosita didn't do it. But there it was on the news yesterday talking about whether or not, we got, like, did Rosita intentionally do this? And I'm like, where's the person inside the suit? That's who you're mad at. And what if it's a Klansman? Then you got to go back to the hiring practices of the whole parade. This is why parades are stupid in the first place, but hilarious. This this debate is the funniest thing I've seen in forever. Because <laughs> it's being taken so serious. There are lawyers suing for real American money because two kids got to get away from you, little rat bastards, which is what I do That's to kids every day all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you and I, you and I yeah. are good. Follow me at Costco. Uh, You'll uh, see let that. me tell you this. I'm sure there's been a black kid I've shunned. A Mexican kid I've shunned, a white, I am an equal opportunity yuck to kids walking towards me. I don't care what color they are. They're kids. That's what I'm against. And yes, am I a bigot towards children that I have no idea who they are? Uh Uh-huh. Because they pick their noses and their asses all the time, and then they want to touch stuff. They're sickening. 
And I know your angel's different, but no, it's not. Your angel's dumb. It makes poor choices, and it picks its nose. Blah. Don't touch me. But if I had a costume on, I'm still the guy inside who doesn't want to be around kids, so I've made a terrible job choice, too. I'm Rosita in a parade. If I told you guys, hey, guys, guess what I'm doing this weekend? I got hired to be Ernie in Sesame Street. I'm going to walk around in the kids in the elementary schools. Your first thought is not, geez, John's great with kids. It's like, what's he doing? He's going to kill them. This is a plan to kill kids. Now that abortion's illegal, I, I have a new plan. I'm going to get rid of them late. It paid pretty good to <laughs> do That's late term. Yeah. Off-premise parades and stuff. Yeah, what's the kind of dough you were pulling? 100 bucks an hour back then in the... In the 70s? Uh, 80s? 80, 88, 89, No kidding? You 90. got $100 an hour yep. to put the rubble a- on Anything and outside out? of uh, the park extension yeah, appearances? See, but yours was, yours was good, too, because it was King's Island, which is kind of yeah. Ohio's Disneyland. They're, and every now and then, you know, like my one friend who was in charge of the department went to uh, an MDA uh, telethon deal, and he goes as uh, old school uh, Captain Caveman, and nice. uh, there's another character. Well, he gets pulled over on the way back, and the police are like, uh, open the trunk. Yeah. There's the Captain Caveman shell. <laughs> and then a, a stolen MDA check that he he thought this is a cool. Oh, it's a big See, check. Right, I'll take. It. He took it because people inside costumes are very rarely CEOs are very successful. You can't the, the mall Santas. There's like eight of them that you can trust. The rest of them like kids touching them. The Easter Bunny is the worst one. The dude inside the Easter Bunny costume is has bad intentions. Any adult willing to let strange kids with wet pants sit on their lap has a fetish for wet pantsed kids. Oh, They've you... stepped it up a little bit on those yeah. Santa deals. They tried to well, at least uh, training and interviewing, and but you still see the guy. I've it's, seen a it's couple. Billy of, Bob. Yeah, it's a it's a dude in that suit that's looking at the kids, going, "The costume makes me safe." Where's my flask? Nobody in their right mind. Wants strangers' kids on their laps or hugging their hugging their hips unless they got a thing about it. So that's why Gary Glitter hasn't had a hit in so many years, <laughs> that's huh? Right. <laughs> he's in the Rosita costume, <laughs> but he's very picky about which kids can hug him, and it's not the black ones. Which is just the video. He had to go mad. outside of the states. He's like Brady's got a fist bump and hugging yeah, the kids and stuff it. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Brady was a uh, Biden in a costume, just fist bumping people. And uh, my favorite thing is though, if you look at the angle of the the new angle. Where uh, Rosita walks by the two kids that Rosita shuns, uh, they look at Rosita and then like, "All right, then, f- you too," and they move on because Ernie's next. Ah! A real star. This Rosita, this <laughs> this border crossing Muppet. What what in the world do we have here? This is she here legally? Anyway, there's Ernie. So and it's not white people, which makes me happy because it's <laughs> the Mexican Muppet and the black kids and they're fighting. So it's like a gang turf war. It's like a turf war. Sesame Street. It's the dumbest argument I've ever seen on television uh, in my life. Maybe. I think possibly very strong. It's up there. It's, it's led TMZ's uh, website and headlines on there <laughs> for three days. And I'm like, is this a thing still? Two kids got shunned by a Muppet and we can't get past that without a lawsuit? Remember when you used to just go, hey, mom, that hurt my feelings when Chippendale uh, pushed me over. It's like it was Chippendale, you dumbass. It's a, it's a giant stuffy. You'll be fine. I would have said to my kids, uh, Rosalita couldn't stop. She's in a parade. Yeah. We'll try to catch her later. If Black Panther gave me the finger, I'd have been like, oh, Jesus. Oh, all right. I get it. 
And as a kid, I'd be like Black Panther. Dave Kingman was my real life hero. I played for the Cubs. You, King Kong. you have a lawsuit on your I hand have, back to Evidently, my dad should have contacted lawyers because all I was trying to do was get an autograph, and he put his big, giant King Kong finger in my face in Pittsburgh at Three River Stadium. Right in my face. I started crying. It was devastating. He was my hero. I picked a terribly stupid hero because Dave Kingman was, uh, you know, feast or famine player. It was a, a 500-foot home run or nothing, which he'd fit into today's league like nobody's oh, yeah. business. Kong was the man, number 10. I wore it all the every I, I was number 10. Even after that I wanted to be number 10. In fact, my uh Yahoo email has a 10 in it because of him. It, it, and he flipped me off. My dad should have contacted B Ivory uh, Lamar. Thank you, B Ivory Lamar Esquire. Can I help you? A Muppet shun my kids. Millions of dollars will be strewn about. A Muppet did what? Well, yeah, my, my kids were standing on the street, and a Muppet went by and didn't acknowledge them. I think it's racism. My cause is racism! <laughs> Hopefully they'll televise the uh, court case. Oh, it'd be great. And Rosita's got to sit yeah. there like, is, uh, uh, is the person who shunned you in the courtroom today? Yes, sir, it's that. The Point two. Giant grid, that's who I thought it was. Racist-ass Muppet! To the stand! <laughs> I got questions. I don't have any Spanish questions. We may need a translator. <laughs> B. Ivory Lamar will not lose this case. Millions shall be strewn about. He calls her up to the stand and she waves him off like the kids. <laughs> yeah. Let me shake your hand, Rose. Oh, I see what's going on right here. Again. Again. You saw it clearly. I tried to shake Rosita's hand. Rosita shunned me. Is it because of my skin? Yes, it is the pigment of my skin. And millions. And the end of the trial is like the end of a Scooby-Doo cartoon. They take the mask off. (gasps) Old man Johnson, the pedophile. (laughs) And I'd have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling blacks. (laughs) I don't understand the world anymore. I don't get it. What happened to your kids just having a rough day? Oh, that was tough. That's no good. Uh, I think maybe we should just brush this off. It's a great lesson for the kids. Something doesn't go your way, sue! Yeah, exactly. Immediately. It may be a misunderstanding. Maybe the thing inside the costume is racist. Remember when that used to be hilarious because no one actually got hurt? Your kids get disappointed now and you call B. Ivory Lamar. (laughs) I have two disappointed children, please. uh... I'm disappointed. Mr. Lamar will be with you in a second. Yes, my kids are very disappointed. Please hurry. What's going on up in here? You're going to get sued now. Mr. Ivory, uh, I would like to... It'd be Ivory Lamar. Get it straight, please, or I'll sue you millions will be strewn about. I don't understand it. I don't get anything anymore. Nobody can have a bad day. you got to sue everybody. And it was a bad video, but the one that should be mad is the one with that purple and red thing that knocked that black kid over, and he was coming at him like he bowed up. The little kid's trying to get a hug, and he bangs into him with his stomach. And then the video ends right as you can see. He's trying to pick him up. Like he actually, he was just trying to be cute, and I think it got out of hand. He knocked the kid over, and well, then he tries to help him. People are laughing at that. As long as the kid's not, you know, hurt, but it can happen. B. Ivory is my favorite uh, name ever, by the way. Because it That's goes back to it's what Chris Rock used to say: you just go through the drugstore and pick things to name your kids after, an ivory soap and Robitussin. And <laughs> it's not my joke, but B. Ivory Lamar. Uh, if I've got that, sounds like uh, one of them. You know, what Marcellus Wallace was going to call. <laughs> you know, he was, that's a pipe hitting. <laughs> B. Ivory. B. Ivory is a badass. 
And I bet you in B. Ivory's office, there is a picture of him holding a state championship trophy in his high school football uniform. And he's like the MVP because dudes named B. Ivory could, like, they could carry the rock. Yeah. And he's a lawyer. I'm impressed with B. Ivory. Now pick better cases. It's ridiculous. Anyway, the world's gone haywire. And oh, I just, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> what's, what's going on now? My children are disappointed. Millions, millions, and millions will be strewn about. Tell me how they were disappointed. <laughs> we cannot have a world with disappointed children. The Ivory won't stand for it. <laughs> I'm a lawyer on the other. I, 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 I'm fairly intelligent. I'd sit and go, I don't think your kids have a case. What? I just think that was a, the guy in the suit. We find out that Mickey has thousands of settlements. Uh-huh. People say, All right. Here's a- the plan NDAs all over the place. Nobody touches a black kid. See if we can get through a whole day without that. All right. I don't think mascot school teaches you anything. All right. It's a great place to hide racism. You get in the suit and you wander around and you shun people of color. Let's get out there, okay? It doesn't happen. Eeyore grabbed my sister's. That's a fact. I have photographic evidence of it. My parents never once called a lawyer. My dad thought it was hilarious look at eeyore oh boy i mean for if you saw eeyore on our tv if you today if there was a family gathering there won't be because i won't show up if my sister's there she's a witch (laughs) but if there was eeyore on the tv my dad's first oh remember when i grabbed your (laughs) my dad would do it in a second (laughs) eeyore had a handful and squeezing it there had to be bruising from eeyore you think she still has that picture we all do. I know exactly where it is in my mom's bureau. I know it's the third drawer down. I know where the Eeyore picture is. <laughs> Unless my mom's going through it, but I'll find it. Eeyore grabbing my sister's cans is hilarious and always will be. And little did we know, we could own Disney. I could have been Michael Eisner Jr. The mascots uh, get groped more than anything. Of course they do. People dicking Are around. Are you a guy or a girl? It's anonymous. That's the key to bad behavior. Anonymity is the key to people acting stupid on both ends. The thing inside, I can't identify you. You don't care. You're not allowed to talk. Yeah, you can't say anything. So, yeah, you feel it up. It's a funnier picture to grab Eeyore's balls than anything else. Eeyore turned the tables on my sister. Man, he got a handful of that can. I mean, boy, oh boy, did he. I'm going to go ahead and grab your t- now, <laughs> I got a whole handful out there, Pooh. Oh, Bubba, what were you thinking? I love <laughs> what I was thinking, you little twink. I'll put my <laughs> head in the honey hole. Yeah, and then, and then Pooh comes by and tries to jam his head in her honey hole. That's got to be the crazy part is like that was before, you know, phone cameras. So it's yeah, like you don't know wait a couple days. weeks. Yeah. My sister didn't so say the photo thing, she, Well, my sister at that point at 15, 16 was so used to having her cans handled that I, didn't, I think if a day went by and somebody didn't grab her boobs, it was rare. I wonder how many times the security heard people leaving the park. Man, Piglet's a dick. <laughs> oh, Piglet, what have you done? Everyone's complaining. I had to grab some. Oh, bother. We're in trouble now. I'm picturing it now. I'm in my little Converse I was I, I was dressed like Polly Walnuts that day. I had a full tracksuit on, blue, white stripes on the nice. side. I was a little tiny Italian guy, big mirrored sunglasses. Oh, what's with the can? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say a word. Didn't care. Didn't know. 
focused on the Asian. Smile for the picture. Okay. And Eeyore was just, and the dude inside the costume, or lady, don't know. All fired up down south. It's great stuff. My sister never said anything. Eeyore, grab my Nobody cared. We didn't call a lawyer. We went about our day. Big Thunder Mountain, dinner, bed. We're in Phoenix the next day. Nobody said a thing. My mom goes to the photo mat. We get the pictures back. It's a laugh riot for the next 40 years of our lives. It would never happen the other way. It was 1985. So she was uh, 16. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, Eeyore grabbed it. And I liked watching. Hilarious. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together and get through Friday. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.